0: Hello, everyone. Hi. Hi. Hope you're keeping safe and healthy and wearing your mask when you go out in public. I'm doing pretty good starting off this new year with the new podcast and feeling cautiously optimistic overall. We're just about five days away from the inauguration of. Joseph Biden and Kamala Harris and all the incredible cabinet he's put together to bring some peace and love and unity with people that are committed to peace and love and healing. So today's episode of Radical Musings is with some dear friends, rock and roll power couple Perry and Eddie Farrell. These two are amazing artists who juggle family life and the rigors of touring and performing together. And that's always been interesting to me. Like, how do you guys do this as parents, too? Perry, of course, is the frontman of Iconics, Jane's Addiction, one of my favorite bands, and pioneer owner of Lollapalooza. Eddie, his wife, is a talented singer and dancer who has toured for years with Jane's. And I want to check in and see how they're, they're faring during this time because, you know... What's it like not to be able to perform in front of a live audience? I mean, how have they stayed connected or reconnected with one another? What's family life like? And I just want you all to check it out and hear the conversation we had, which actually we got to do It with safe social distancing in my house. We were all tested. We were all okay. And we had our little pod and they drank a beautiful bottle of champagne, and uh, and I got to talk to them and about their lives and how they are and how they
1: create. Check it out.
0: In this time of quarantine, how do you guys balance this time with your kids homeschooling, being together twenty four seven, not going on the road? You guys are used to. You know, going on the road. You guys are, have the biggest rock festival in the world, Lollapalooza, that is a franchise. And what has this done to live music for everybody? I'm in a lot of pain about it. You actually own Lollapalooza. What the fuck is going to happen?
2: Uh, yeah. we're good What's things.
0: Good here? things are
2: on the horizon. So, you know what? I actually feel that histor- history will look back at this time. And if we play it right, mm-hmm. we can benefit from this time off. because yes. It gives us time to reconsider. It gives us time now. Like I'll give you an example. So our friend Mark Geiger, who yeah. helped, you know, uh, I love my Mark Geiger start Lollapalooza. He was the president of William Morris. What he did was he, could, uh, uh, along with a couple of other people around the country, they're looking to buy up the, the venues that went down and do uh, well when the time comes which you, like, we're expecting we re- re- no, fixing no. it so it's no no um so he's looking to you know buy the the classic venues anyway and at the time when the time comes which is not going to be far we're expecting next summer yeah next summer we're going to be open and for business again and so I told Mark I go well you know what man before you do that I I want one of the clubs because I want to put in an immersive theater yes. with most surround sound. So what I'm getting at, my point is, this has given us a chance to reconsider. It almost seems like we were going down reset. the wrong path. Dude, not only a reset, but a regeneration. So we have to not, you know, we we can't let this opportunity slip by. We have to now put in better than what it was. Yeah. And Reconsider that's what everything with government, yeah. oh, with yes. relationships, with nightclubs, you know. How are
0: you doing that as a couple? Because, you know, you, you, you're on the road with him. You, you, you're on stage. Like, how has this impacted In impa- bed. Hey,
2: well. In well, the kitchen.
0: How well, has this impacted <laughs> you? And your kids are home. They're just
1: homeschooling. Like, are they on Zoom? Well, one of them graduated. And what? I know he's 18. <laughs> no, oh. and he, yeah, so here's I think I understand that. I want to throw it out there. Of course, the pandemic is a terrible thing that happened. people losing their jobs, people losing their lives sure. But with that being said, I want to say that for our family, and you remember when your kids are teenagers,, yeah. they want nothing to do with you. You barely even know if they're home or not, but once the quarantine happened, they couldn't hang out with their friends. they had no school. So within two months, you know, they kind of come around and our family became closer. That's yeah. great. And my son even yeah. said to Perry, he said, you know, it's actually a good thing because if I had, you know, if quarantine had happened, I graduated, I would have moved away. I never would have came back to speak to you guys. I never would have came back home. But now look. Because now we're they understand, along. though,
0: they, he has the life of, you know, let's face it, we have some privilege going on here. And, 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 that they, that, that was your job to be on the road. And that's hard right. on a kid. Very important. It is hard. It's hard yeah. on kids when, you know, when their parents leave them on, right. the, on the road.
2: Yeah. Except he started using it to party. Like he was going, when we got back and.
1: Uh, we were supposed to go back out to South America. And, you know, clearly we couldn't. No, we were supposed to go to New York for a job. And he said that, well. Um,
2: I've put together a mixer. He goes, it's going to be okay, Dad. I know how to do this. I know how to do this. I'm like, he's like, can you a guys, mixer. He's
1: like, can you get a hotel for well, the weekend? Because well, I already invited people. It's too late for me. To your too. house? Yeah. In March. During, so here's during, during,
2: quarantine. During, during quarantine. At the very beginning. Before well, quarantine
1: before happened.
2: Quarantine, so what did
0: you do? What did you guys do?
2: We just let, I wanted to see how we can mix it up. So I, I like, this is right. a good sign. So yeah, I said, look, man, I'm not going to go check into a hotel. I live here. But uh, the mixer <laughs> shall go on. So I said, "We're just going to keep the door closed." And I would check the. I saw what it, you know how he operates. And how how did it go? It Pretty good. good, you know. I were they like, partying?
0: Like they, like was part like? Well,
2: they drink off my liquor, which is all right because it's you know <laughs> it's good okay stuff. As
1: long as they don't fill it back up with water. as long as they're not yeah. as, long, as long as they're not driving exactly. Right. And I would rather have the bottle be empty than make a drink and realize it's watered down. You know what I mean? So I said, "Don't fill it back up." I thought he did great. He cleaned up, right? Yeah, he, he cleaned, cleaned up, up. and he was it was okay. Yeah,
2: and um, and and when it comes to drugs, they've got a really healthy outlook, I would say. They have one friend in the gang that keeps like getting in trouble and overdosing. Well, that's and they terrible. They put him in a rehab, but but the rest of his friends are. Pretty responsible, and just yeah. know
0: because after a while, like you know, how many times do you want to do that? It's like you don't right. want to watch people. Kids are oding because I think what's happening is that shit that's coming the from China, the fentanyl. fentanyl. Stuff, it's right. it is yeah. it's it's rap poison. They're yeah. killing. It's killing people. Yeah, it's so dangerous as yeah. we saw with Prince, right? And like you right. know, I mean, it's 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 so dangerous. All this these these downers that are happening is making me very oh, nice I feel
2: like do you like, guys talk
0: no. about all this stuff with your kids you sit yeah there this is whole new generation of dating online and and connecting with each other which I actually am very scared about it on for many reasons because yeah. I do know um because I work with you know people who investigate all these this crazy uh, stuff that's happening to our kids and it scares me but it's also if it, there can be a way where it can actually really be safe for them and we know that kids aren't you know, giving their information to creepy people who want to traffic them, then, you know, it is the new world. It really is. I, I, my daughter just turned 26 in October, so it's like, Zoe, she's 26. She's an incredible artist, you know, but she's got her shit, and navigating that with her. 26, she just, I could see the shift, like, something just shifted where she's,
2: you know. She's starting to get it. Yeah. Get get the rhythm of life. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thank God. Yeah, nice.
1: Hard, I feel like the world is evolving so much, especially with technology. And in technology evolving, it changes our relationship, how we interact with each other, our dynamic with each other. And I feel like it's hard for kids to navigate yeah. because the constant that we had when we were growing up, is not really there anymore.
2: Right, right. Well, it's there, but other it's things are showing so up. You can kind right. of confuse it, but... You really have to, if, you know, as a parent, like one thing I would point to, to, to being a good parent constantly, don't get too caught up in that technology because that's a lot of white noise. Yeah. In the end, that's what I told him is in the end, you know, you have to get to know that person The, uh, you know, when, when the electricity goes off or fails, you're not I don't want to say stuck with each other but yeah. you are then but, with each other but and it, you it, have to know that real soul
0: like, have that- do you guys in this time have you had some like knockdown dragged outs
2: fights yeah
0: oh my god yeah well, you understand my, right? my I, I i i was like i don't know if i can hang this shit what? i mean it was like it the, it got gnarly there for a minute but then we Just worked because
2: through- of the proximity it's yes because
1: it's there's like nothing else to 25.
0: distract
1: you yeah are here with each other yeah, all day long yeah and
0: so and it's and it's it's intense but you're are you making music
2: yeah we're doing it every day Okay, so, so we do you we have a studio have in edge. the house? Huh? We yeah, have- I have a studio in my house. We have an edge because we performed. We've been performing with each other for what twenty something years.
1: Ninety-seven. So yeah. they would make it twenty-three.
2: So we're in close proximity with each other every day on the road, and you know, in rehearsals. So to that's us, it's second nature home, when we're home. Are you no. still? Do you
0: still have Jane addiction, or is that just? Yeah. You- so it's still together.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we
0: You know, now it's like I want to like I want to I want to hear Jane's addiction yeah. in quarantine. What the fuck is going yeah. on in your heads and how you guys yeah. put the music out there now? Right. This this- is this exciting? You
2: can Well, we we have been on a steady stream of recording kind of an orchestra with the band? Not no, not, not just Jane. Not Jane not, j- not, not yet, but but we're we're getting to it um next year. Will be. I don't want to call it touring because again we don't know what it is. I don't want to go back to things that no. weren't perfect. <laughs> yeah, I would rather prefer to see if I can refine the world. Maybe that it's we the live bubble, in. the
0: bubble, like. <sighs>
2: well, you know what? Let's start. Let's start uh, with house party. Yeah, so house party. We've been um, writing music, producing it and pressing it up man we've been pressing up vinyl fuck
0: yeah, yeah so i want a vinyl we come course. out
2: with a box set We're that set. um so yeah so it's the Perry
0: Farrell Jane's it's, it's everything it's that you my in.
2: my um career in music starting with Psychom which is my first band <gasps> and it goes um Porno with Pyros like, Porno and wow. Jane's but but more it's more the um
1: you really solo
2: The work solo work. But I'm co- but I'm collaborating with I just did a collaboration with Chuck D from Public I, Enemy. I love it. That'll you be coming it? out. No, no, I just love that you've done that. That's me. Yeah. Um and so I'm looking at it like this. The the when things open back up, I think that it's going to start with people having kind of smaller house parties. So get your music collection ready and and then I'm also looking at the way we listen to music, um, the, the hardware. So as we, most of us have, uh, stereo mix, you know, stereo mixing house, um, home entertainment centers, I'm, uh, I remixed the last album, which was the Kind Heaven Orchestra. It's remixed in Atmos surround sound, which you would know. Because that's how they, we listen to uh, music in the theaters. Right, right, right. So it's yeah, surround yeah. sound. Yeah. So I have an entire album remixed in surround sound. It sounds beautiful because you know how I do my delays? Yeah. And I have string sections and orchestra wow. mixed with electronics. So- Let me
0: ask you, you've taken a long time not um, home and like when you're on the road everybody's voices it's like resting this time did it rest your vocal cords and you feel like yeah. like it empowered
2: you yeah you know i had um surgery recently which um for to, a note i had my discs i had two discs in my neck you did oh. and i have another one to go in my lower back but you know what they had to do they had to take my voice box out
1: you actually oh. can't do that they just fuck
2: well, they it took, they took to it, out. it out. Yeah. No, but it's they really
1: interesting. That. Like, it's
2: wow. So, so. But I you was, had the
0: greatest surgeon in the world of things. Yeah.
2: Cause this are, guy. I,
0: can you
1: sing? Are you yeah. Sing? Yeah. I'm back. Wow. The yeah, but I was I was, I was, was worried. Singing right out of surgery, even before he's he's still under anesthesia, he was singing. He does. You don't remember singing, but they said you came coming out of the surgery room singing.
0: Oh so, yeah. my God, that's so. cool <laughs> make sure you cool. can still do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: So you had enough con? You
0: were awake enough to understand that, or do you think it just came from?
2: I'm not sure. You, like I don't, I don't remember that. You, she so, did, so, so that came
0: out. from inside him. That he just was. His music <laughs> just came out, even though he was uh, still under. Still but
2: under. But so anyway, um, yeah. So I think things are going to be really great when when everything is up and running. It's going to be better than before. Woo-hoo. There's going to be collaborations around the world. I'm looking to. Uh, not just do Lollapaloozas around the world, but I want to actively go out and meet young musicians around the world and record with them and perform and do parties with them. That is, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. So where's Lollapalooza,
0: the, this great festival? You have it in Peru? We No. No, not like no, Peru. In, where? Uh,
1: where? Well, Chicago. As no, you a, 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 Argentina. We have Argentina. Argentina. Brazil. Brazil. Chile. Chile. In Europe, we have um, Stockholm, we have Paris and Berlin.
0: Right. When oh I didn't know there was a Paris uh, Lollapalooza. No. When did that happen? I missed it's that. It's always
1: uh, the second week of July. I didn't even we know that. Three years ago.
0: Where have I been? this is that's, that's the bummer that's the working, thing that i miss i miss out with my businessman husband sometimes like so it's like wait a minute <laughs> i should be in paris i'm flying in to go see my friends yes, like please. which i did do you know to Lollapalooza when i um, in chicago and you guys had, and that was radio had time that was awesome
2: right. yeah thank you
0: so two to that this has always been important important as how the balance of your art and your lives as artists together but you're married parents Living yes. in quarantine, how how are you managing to do that? And Etty, you've been a dancer yes. for Jane's Addiction and worked with Perry for so many years, but in this time, it's like, are you transforming into another space for yourself as an
1: artist? Yes. So I've been singing more. So we, I started singing, I think, in two thousand six when his band, when his band broke up, and you know needed someone to come in, lay down some vocals, and it turned out our voices... That was Satellite Party, right? Satellite Party. Yeah. Um, but we're singing more. Do you want to tell him about our new song? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Okay. So... Are you
0: writing together, too? Or you write the no, songs and you
2: sing his songs?
1: I sing his songs.
2: Yeah. So far. But... Um, Etty is a multi instrumentalist, as well as a uh, ballet da- a dancer. I didn't know that. Singing, but she can play guitar and you can? saxophone. Not so much get-
1: I'm okay with the guitar,
2: but I can play the sax. Saxophone. Really? So that's so,
1: so bitchin'. Yeah. I'm gonna say bitchin'.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <That's laughs> a- Rosanna, you'd love it. So we yeah. our new our latest track is he's a he's a rebel, yeah. Phil Spector's song. He's a rebel by Darlene Love, you know, in oh. the Crystals. So she's singing lead. She, it's her like first single. And then, um, there's a sax part and she goes, man, I really wish I had my sax with me. I'm like, what? I go, we're getting you a sax right, right away. So she laid so down. Like, I want to show your you a yeah. picture. Saxophone is a very anti-fascist instrument and I'll explain why. But my I want to
0: see that live. I want to see you on stage with your sax. Uh,
1: it's nerve-wracking. But, though, but right? because,
0: because after a while, you know, dancing in your, in your beautiful, gorgeous dancer yeah. life.
1: But after
0: a while, body. no, it, it had, but, but after a while, it's like, I, I'm glad to see you're transforming in this time to your truth as an artist too.
2: Saxophone yeah. kills fascists. Why? Why because the
0: saxophone ki- kills, kills fascists. fascists.
2: Okay. Because you know, dig okay. this in the night 19- or, er, 19 late 1950s early 1960s when Castro took over power in Cuba one of the things he did was he made a stipulation that no one can play saxophone anymore he removed the removed the sax
0: it must I wonder what what that was like something some weird traumatic experience happened to him as a kid where he hated it he
2: claimed that the saxophone was uh Was um was an American instrument How that is was it
1: trumpets. It was other
2: I know, but in the bands, in the ba- in the Cuban orchestras, he you know, just isn't said it crazy? No like,
0: it was very disappointing and intense to hear that all these, you know, the Cuban community in Florida voted yeah. for Trump. Well, I think what they was got, that about? Oh, like they voted for another fascist.
2: Yeah. Well, they were they were working on the ground for a few years to try to have the, the Cuban community believe that Joe Biden was a socialist. And when they hear the word socialist,
0: they go and they
2: just, and it's that in a little bit, like I understand wanting to be a part of something when you're, when you are an immigrant and you know, you're now living here in America and you want to be American. You might go along with somebody who says, you know, socialists, all those guys are bad and you, you know i don't know i'm not a i'm not a a cuban obviously but but i had a um an uncle that was a cuban drummer oh i
0: didn't know that my father yeah. was a um and i have his drums he was an amazing conga player and um and and they're they're actually in that room you could check them out um yeah my, so you, my, were, you, my you were you were raised my, completely different like you're how were you raised you're come from a jewish family
2: yeah but but again but my father my father did not wear yarmulke or payas no. yeah. you know i got bar mitzvah and i'm really glad i did but um he didn't go to temple very much and my dad grew up uh in the he was kind of a teenager young man in the 40s so he was really into going out dancing as a lot of the the New Yorkers did, they would go and dance to the likes of, um, you know, like Duke Ellington or Count Basie. Uh-huh. And they would wear zoot suits. Yeah. And they, and there was, um, a movement that simultaneously was going on in pa- in Paris. The the movement was, they called themselves the Zazao. The Zazao were anti-fascist. That's People, what we are. That we're Zazao. love jazz. Yeah. They love jazz in their day. But like yeah, where's the Zao? We're anti-fascist. Where's the
0: Zao? Where right. let's 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 make that happen now. Yeah. we're anti-fascist. Yeah, we're
2: Into jazz music. Oh, wait a
0: minute, that's the song.
2: But what? anyways, yeah, so I was brought up in that type of a family. My my big brother was a c- complete freak, uh outlaw biker, believe it or not. Uh, you know, In New York, they called him Greaser. so he he goes that far back. uh, Initially, it wasn't long hair, but they would grease their hair back and wear what they call duck's ass, D.A.'s, pompadour, duck's ass, like West Side Story or Rebel Without a Cause. But really, who they were emulating was Marlon Brando in The Wild Bunch. Yeah, wow. The wild one. The wild one? The wild.
0: The wild one. The Wild Bunch is the cowboy oh, sorry. Sam Peckinpah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry right? about that. Yeah. And then my sister, my sister loved, so my brother loved rock and roll, right? Did he and, turn
0: you on to rock and roll? Yeah.
2: And then my sister- What was sis- the
0: first record that you remember that he turned you on to,
2: musically? I or? mean, we we loved, in my house, the Beatles and the yeah. Stones. Yeah. You know, um- What was you your mother? New Where York, was your mom? You? What did she do? My mom was an artist. She just did, um- Her favorite thing to do was, believe it or not, she would find, it was found object art. Basically, it's a nice, it's a nice term of saying we would go through people's garbages on weekends and collect collect things. And and she turned it into art. Yeah.
0: (gasps) Do you have her pieces?
2: Uh, I don't. No? No.
0: Is she still alive? No. When did she pass?
2: She passed in 1962.
0: Oh, oh, what, 1960. how old? How old were you?
2: I was three and a half, something. Oh, like that. Oh, so you were
0: a baby. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't actually know that, Perry.
2: Yeah, it's not a great story. Okay, so wow. my mom took her own life back then.
0: And is that how you and and Dave?
2: Yeah, we we uh, wow. definitely connected on that. Wow, I actually never that. knew
0: that about you. I yeah. knew that about Dave. Yeah, but that's two musicians who. Came together because they lost their
2: their mom. So and there's something
0: like you know that so the, the, the loss and grief
2: at an early can, age can, can
0: connect people. And you and if you can turn your grief into art, which is what I've been telling yeah my kid who has you know like the angst of stuff. It's like turn your turn your grief into art. Right. And she's like the most amazing poet. She's making.
2: She's like your grief. Your your rage. I'm
0: so excited that, um, Perry Farrell, your beautiful box set of all your work is coming out. And Etty, I'm so really inspired and excited that you're creating music now, playing the saxophone, <laughs> creating on your own, creating with your man. And, and like, I think creativity is, it really, it, it does creativity
1: equals love together.
0: it does I love music so much I mean and you know I shot all the backstage of interviews yeah. of Coachella and that was like my favorite job I ever had in my life <laughs> more than any acting more than anything I just loved doing that so much and um when it when it went away because you know it, youtube came on and they wanted somebody younger like the whole thing i was just like so broken hearted oh so broken hearted well
2: it'll come back hey when, when it comes, comes back, back let me do it have to let,
0: let me do it at Lollapalooza. Sometime. yes okay i'd love oh to. yeah
2: no we've got i've got plans we'll include you
0: okay i'd love yes. i'd love to come i'd love to come in Lollapalooza in paris because i have a okay. you know great friends there <laughs> and then i'll just shoot the backstage interviews for for paris Let's do it. Okay. I mean, do
2: it. It's a plan. <laughs> All right. We honey. love you. Love okay. you
0: guys. Love you guys so much. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Be sure to rate and review Radical Musings to help other listeners find the show and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast to be alerted every time we post a new episode. Radical Musings is brought to you by Audio Up, produced by Kristaline and Carla Braun. Edited by Jeremiah Zimmerman. Production support provided by Ashley Ardent, Sam Winter, Tyler Dorson, Emma Rappold, and Richard Regal. Thank you all so much.
1: Hey, howdy do, y'all? I'm
0: Uncle Drank, star of the Ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer,